All right, people, what's up? What is happening? It is Cheryl and Natty, and we are back. It's mm-hmm. been a minute. We've been on hiatus for what, three, four weeks, I think? I can't remember. I think it's been a month, right? It's been about a month, I Close think. It, it seems like, look, it seems like it's been forever. Because <laughs> these Listen, days. I don't know about you, I needed it. <laughs> girl, I did need it, definitely needed it. But these days are really, really starting to run together with you know oh yeah the world being upside down right now so anyway guys welcome to shades of strong where we talk about all the things that shape make and sometimes break the strong black woman of course i'm cheryl and i'm here with the lovely natty hey natty what's up hey hello everyone it's been a while since i've done that it felt liberating <laughs> well i'm glad listen y'all we were supposed to come back last week but oh my gosh, my I waste water on my laptop and it went out and it was just a big to do. I was over here praying and begging God, please mm-hmm. let it come back on, girl. I was like in in panic mode. I'm just like, oh my gosh, all my stuff is on the laptop. I don't know what to do. But anyway, we didn't come back last week, y'all. And we were so we were like we said earlier, we were on hiatus, mid season hiatus. We are coming back for the other half of season three and we are beyond excited about it i know we originally said that we may pop in and out during the hiatus just to give y'all some natty and cheryl in your life but let me just tell y'all we was over here straight chill like for real yeah the whole like oh my Girl, gosh y'all, we was relaxing was like, <laughs> mm, we were just I couldn't really, even do it i'm telling you we were just really enjoying some downtime. Now, that's not to say that we weren't still doing things Shades of Strong because we did do some strategizing and came up with some things that we are going to be doing in the future. So we were working, but for the most part, we were resting and it was a well-needed rest. Would you agree? Yeah, we needed it. Oh my gosh, we needed it. We desperately needed it. And I hope that you guys took, number one, took some time to catch up on some old episodes. And number two, mm-hmm. I hope that you all are resting as well because the world Please is still in utter chaos. The oh my world gosh. is still in utter chaos. But you know what, y'all? We are here. We are still yet holding on. And we're going to get through this because we have right. to. So, yep. yeah, Natty and I, uh, I'm sorry, Natty, were you about to say something? Mm-mm, no, no, you keep okay, going. Because cool. I just be talking, girl. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> Natty and I thought, this would be a great time to kind of recap our plans for the podcast to tell you some things that we've been thinking about bringing to the forefront with Shades of Strong and also to introduce ourselves to our new listeners because we do have some new subscribers. So, oh, hi, new listeners. Hi, new <laughs> listeners. Welcome to the Queendom. We are so happy you're here. Yes. <laughs> we shall get together and sip on tea soon. All right. <laughs> So, Natty, what is up? What have you been up to besides from besides chilling, relaxing, just taking it easy, girl, since we've been on hiatus? What have what has your life been like? Let us in. Well, life. Life has been a lot just mentally and emotionally. I doubt that that's news to anyone considering given the circumstances, but. I was engaged in a project, a 100-day project. It was my sixth year doing it. 
And so I was writing poetry for 100 Days Straight. And during the hiatus, I finished that up. And I laid the groundwork for a short teaching series that I'm going to be offering in the middle of August through September. And I did that and I sent out information about it actually yesterday to my email list. So I'm happy about that. And I'll be talking more about it as the, as the days go on, but it's, it's a short teaching series of three classes. Each one's two hours a piece and it's three different creative exercises and I'm calling it healing processes, creative practices. So I put everything together for that. And other than that, I've really just been working on, well, surviving and just maintaining a a semblance of sanity and all of that. Yeah. Yeah. I will say that I, I do feel, I don't feel nearly as stressed as I had been feeling since we did take that. Because before we took the break, I felt like I was just constantly going, you know, because there's mm-hmm. always, you know, there's always just something to do. And right. so now I feel like I'm ready to to jump back in. And so like you said, the, the rest was very well needed. It was needed. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I didn't, I really did rest. I did do some work, but I rested. And I it's only, important. It is so important. I only started back working probably about two weeks ago, I think, when I started working, making some changes to the website, I got back to work then. And then you and I jumped on a call and talked Mm -hmm. about some things that we wanted to do moving forward. And that was so much fun. I thoroughly enjoyed that. It was so so much fun. Y'all got so much exciting stuff to tell y'all. So excited. It's going to be, listen, this is the first thing I want to talk about. I want to talk about this new series that Natty and I talked about bring into the podcast and it is called black from the past and what we want to do with that is it will be a second mini episode that we will release for instance we we release a full episode on monday and we'll probably release this episode on friday and kind of in line with the whole flashback friday this series is titled black from the past and natty you can help me explain it girl because you know how i do but what <laughs> you know how I do, you know how my mind does. But what we hope to do with that is to shine a light on Black women from the past who are often forgot forgotten about because we're constantly hearing about Harriet Tubman, Rosa Parks, all of those people. But we want to shine a light on some people that people don't ordinarily talk about women. That is, mm-hmm. and so we'll be choosing someone to highlight every week and we will just talk about how she used her voice her create her creativity her writing whatever she used to make an impact in the world specifically the black female world we would Mm -hmm. desperately like to shine a light on her life and um her legacy and so natty and i talked about bringing that to you as well. If you have a grandparent or a great grandparent yeah. or, you know, or great aunt or who, somebody who has, has made an impact in the world, we want to shine a light on them too. And so we want right. you to be part of that. 
Did I miss anything, Natty? No, you didn't. That was that was great. Yeah, we're. I'm super excited about that because there are just so many people out there. I've been doing some research on it already, and there are just a number of of Black women who have used their voices and just have really made a huge impact in the world that I feel like deserve to not be forgotten. And so we're right. going to really be shining a light on them. So I'm excited about that. If you guys have someone that you would like for us to feature on that series, you can shoot us a quick email at hi at shadesofstrong.com and we'll connect with you and let's make it happen. What else mm-hmm. did we talk about, Nanny? Yeah, well, we talked about having more meaningful conversations with women who are in the gener- are part of the generations that are younger than us the millennials and the the gen zers that are that are now grown because what we've found and you know just I'm thinking about some of the guests that we had on last year even what we found is that a lot of young women in these younger generations, they really don't want to be called strong at all. And I totally get it because I was already kind of feeling that way. But I couldn't, I really couldn't articulate it. Now that I think about it, I really could not. And so a couple of the, the guests that we've had, they were able to articulate this and articulate why a lot better than I could have. Because I think you know, we're older, we're not old, but we're older. And we've lived with this mess for a lot longer. And so it's like, more like, you know, for lack of a better con- better term, we're just used to it. And we've just kind of sucked it up and accepted it. And we're, we try and pretty it up and make it look cool. And these younger women are like, um, no, and here's why. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I have been so energized from, by hearing their perspectives. And I definitely think that us being Generation X and them being millennials and, and Gen Zers, there is an opportunity for us to really come together and synthesize a lot of these things that we're feeling, a lot of our shared history and what we've had to deal with, a lot of our perspectives and our lived experiences and all of that. And I think, as a matter of fact, because I was, I think we were talking about this on the phone. Like I, I, I mentioned how years ago, I think it might've even been 2010 or something like that. I remember seeing a TED talk by this one lady, and I don't even remember her name. I'd have to look it up. She was white, but she was disabled and she was giving a TED talk about how she really hated when people would say that she's inspiring or she's an inspiration because she's in a wheelchair and she had these other, you know, she had a couple of different conditions or whatever. And that at the time back then, I really didn't get it again, because we've lived with it for so long that we've just kind of accepted it and we've, we've kind of integrated it into ourselves and we don't see the problem. And listening to this woman 
give this speech about here's why this is problematic and here's why I don't want you to call me inspiring anymore. And if you do, forgive me if I feel like punching you in the face or whatever. I'm listening to that. I'm like, oh my gosh. And and at first, back then, I kind of bristled at the idea. I'm like, why wouldn't you want to be seen as inspired? I don't understand. It's a compliment. No, my gosh, they're just praising you. And now, of course, I completely get it. And I'm like, oh, wow. Because I thought about how when someone has said that to me, like, oh, you're so strong. You're such a strong woman. I think about the source many times. Mm -hmm. And these are people that really didn't respect me. They really didn't see me. They had no relationship with me. They didn't want a relationship with me. It's just something to say. And I thought about, oh my gosh, if that were me and I were meeting that, that woman that did the TED Talk, the last thing I would want to say to her is, oh my gosh, you're such an inspiration. I'm so, ins- you're so inspiring. I'm so inspired by you. Well, inspired exactly to do what? And if you don't know what you're inspired to do, then chances are you probably don't feel inspired. I'm like, there are all kinds of things that we can say to people to let them know that we see them, to let them know that we understand or we're wanting to make an effort to understand or that we are listening to them. All kinds of things that we can say other than something like that, because that's just something to, it's kind of like the, hey, call me if you need anything after a loved one has died. And it's like, I'm probably not going to give you a call. I'm sitting in shock right now. Right. Like, we got to learn what some other things are that we can say to people that would convey to them that A, we actually see them, B, we actually hear them, C, we actually respect them. And I feel like some of these younger women, especially, yeah, they're right up against that wall and they're like, uh uh-uh. And so that's energizing me a great deal. And I'm excited and I want to talk to more of these younger women and just just hear them, you know? Right. When you were talking, I was thinking about when I originally started this podcast, I can remember being in my bedroom and I was going through a a really difficult time. I was in my room and I was just frustrated and I threw something and it hit the Mm -hmm. wall. I don't remember what I threw, but anyway, it hit the wall. My daughter came in and she was like, are you okay? And I was like, I'm good. She's like, did you throw something? I was like, no. (laughs) I was like, no, I didn't throw anything. But in that, but after I said that, I was like, why'd you lie? And immediately in that moment, I texted, I texted um, Chelsea and Ife and I said, I want to start a podcast about debunking the myths of the strong black woman. Because mm-hmm. immediately I was like, why are you doing that? When I started the podcast, I was like, I'm not particularly saying I don't want to be strong. I'm just saying we need to redefine what strong looks like. But even in that, the guests that we were having on was still saying, I don't want to be strong. And I'm just like, why are they saying that? I didn't understand why these younger ladies were saying, don't call me strong. I don't want to be strong. And I was just like, I was taken taken aback by it because I'm like, how dare you say you don't want to be strong? You, I'm li- clutching my imaginary pearls pearls, like seriously like I was adamant about I'm like oh you're gonna get this strong black woman magic whether you like it or not but it's just like you like you were saying the more I leaned in and the more we listened to their stories and really began to take in what they were saying I was like okay wait I get it I'm offended because they 
don't want to be called strong because that's all I know. That's yeah. how I that's how I was raised. That's how I was brought. I don't know any other lifestyle. But right, here these right. ladies are saying, you know what? I see what y'all doing. I don't want to do that. I don't want to so do it. They, they just like, I don't want to do that. And so I was like, okay, I get it. And so now I do. I truly do get it. I get what they're saying because I know now that they are not necessarily saying, uh, I don't want to, I'm not a strong black woman. That is not what they're saying. They are saying, I don't want to be strong black woman like that. I don't want to mm-hmm. do it the way y'all did it. And so, yeah, I get it. And I think you are so right, Natty. We got to continue to have these conversations. So moving forward, mm-hmm. I am so excited about the conversations that we are going to have with other millennials and Gen Zers. Yeah. These are conversations that need to be had because as Gen Xers, a lot of us don't get it. We don't understand right. why these girls, these young girls, mm-hmm. these young ladies are saying, you know what, that ain't going to work for me. I know y'all say I'm innately strong. I'm innately black. I'm innately woman, but I'm not doing it like that. And you know what? Yeah. I got mad respect for that. I really do for yeah. them to be able to stand up and say, you know what? That's how mama did it. That's how grandmama did it. That's how great grandmama did it. I'm not doing it that way. Like kudos to the gen to the millennials and the Gen Zers for taking a stand and standing in it. I freaking love it. Yeah, because it's like this is some new, this is some new found wisdom, right? This is mm-hmm. some new revelation, mm-hmm. and it's something that's opening up a new level of freedom for all of us. Absolutely. Because we've been who we thought we were supposed to be, who people made us stereotypically to be. Mm -hmm. And we're seeing the fallout from that. We're seeing the fallout from just the, the, the medical field and how we don't get cared for the way we should get cared for Mm -hmm. because, Oh, well, no, these black women, they have the higher pain thresholds and they're able to withstand more of this and that and the other. They can handle it because they can handle it. Absolutely. Right. And one of the poems that I wrote during the uh, 100 day project, I was basically talking about that. And I said something in my caption and I said, Sure. I'm. Yeah, obviously I'm resilient. I've gone through a lot of crap. I'm resilient. I've had to be. But that doesn't mean that I wish to be or deserve to be this container for all manner of, you know, fuckery. I, right. I don't wish to be the container for all manner of of hardship and lack of care and lack of concern and, and lack of acknowledgement. And I'm not just this, you know, this energizer battery or this, this, this Timex watch that takes a licking and keeps on ticking. So therefore you can throw all the lickings at me because I can take it. No, I'm not that person. And no one should have to be. And the fact that you recognize that other women shouldn't have to be that way, but you don't recognize that I shouldn't have to be that way is the problem. Right. 
it's the expectation. I think people have come to expect that that black women can endure more. Right. But what they, what, so what we're they expected are, to endure. We're, we're expected to endure more. But what they don't see, Natty, is the, the part that that we we work diligently to keep or I would just say me personally, what I used to do is to keep people from seeing the fact that I was crying myself to sleep every night, mm-hmm. every night because I was tired, not just tired. physically tired, but like, like mentally and emotionally yeah. drained. Like I was crying myself yeah. to sleep because I was trying so desperately to do all the things for all the people. And that mm-hmm. crap was killing me. It, it was kills killing us. me. It was like literally killing me. And Mm -hmm. I don't know what happened in my life that shook me and said, you can't live your life like this anymore. I just know that there came a point in my life when, and I was just like, this is not it. Like, and it hasn't like, it really hasn't been that long ago since I came into that realization. I would say it's probably been about maybe five years at the most, because I remember mm-hmm. Nala was 10 years old at the time and she had a very invasive surgery and because she had like an 80 degree, 80 degree curve in her spine. And so mm-hmm. we had to go have surgery. It was like a, a 10 hour, 10 hour surgery. But anyway, the recovery was long and I was running myself ragged. Right. Like, yeah. I, I mean, like because she she couldn't start school on time because she was in so much pain. And so, so I was going to school, picking up her work. I was working every day. I was on my lunch break because school closed at three, going to school, getting her classwork, going back to work. It was just like always something. And mm-hmm. I can, I can remember my coworker saying, listen, if you need anything, let us, let us know. We can cook dinner. We can do this. We can do that. We can come over and give you a break. Just, you know, let us know. And I was like, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. And girl, I was like, I called my mom one day, Natty. Mm-hmm. I was in, on my way to the school to to pick up her work on my lunch break again, and I just, I just, just bawled like a baby because I was just like, Mom, I'm tired. I am mm-hmm. so tired. I cannot keep doing this. But for the life of me, I would not accept the help that people were offering, and that was because that is the way I had become accustomed to living my life, asking for mm-hmm. help or accepting help. Was, wasn't an it's option weird. for me. Yeah. It wasn't an option for me. It's like, you don't, you are a woman. This is what you are supposed to do. And I learned that from my mom and from my mm-hmm. grandma, because that's the so many of us learned that. So yeah. many of us learned that. And I, and because, I, and they were doing that probably because they didn't really have much of a choice otherwise exactly to do something because different. there was there wasn't a support they didn't have the support right. system to do right. it but it's different for us there is there it's is support. different people were asking me hey I can help you let me mm-hmm. do let me do and I was constantly saying no and so I that's why I said I got mad respect for the for these millennials and Gen Zers because they are standing up and they are saying hell no mm-hmm. We are not doing life that way. And I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to have the conversations. I'm ready to bring them in here so that we can shine a light on this whole superwoman schema. Cause that's what it is where we're trying to be everything to everybody. And yeah. we, just, we can't, li- we can't live our lives like that. It is it like, when I say it's killing us, I mean, physically yeah. healing. Us. No, 
It's literally killing us. Yeah. It's giving us diabetes. It's giving mm-hmm. us hypertension. It's giving us all kinds of um, heart problems. It's giving us physical, like mm-hmm. our joints are hurting. You know, my hips hurt, my, my chest hurts, my arms, you know, those different things. It's giving us those very, very real problems. And it's a setup because it's like, who are we even being air quotes strong for certainly not ourselves so who are we doing it for and if we're doing it for all these other people wow that's some major benefits that they're getting that we're not getting girl yeah we're just being used up like squeezed out like a like a wet rag and i for one don't want to spend the next half of my life being squeezed out like a wet rag let me tell y'all she don't do that no more she no i have like so walked into, stepped into, reside in my gift of no. <laughs> mm-hmm. Girl, what you say? Girl, okay. Yes. I mean, it's just like if I don't want to do it, it's a no. And it's I don't owe no you for an, me. It, I don't owe you an explanation for it. It's just no. Nope. And just no. I, I I I'm just it's no. No is a complete sentence. It's a complete sentence. <laughs> and I rest. I can remember a time feeling guilty taking a nap. Yeah. yeah. You know, but I, I rest. I I take care of myself. I at least I try to. I try to take yeah. care of myself. This I is a process for us, it's, you know. It's a it's a process. Like I don't run myself ragged anymore. Not for anybody. Mm-hmm. Not for my mom. Yeah. Not for, and I and I love them all dearly. Not for my mom, not for my children. And let me tell you one other thing right. that, that People are constantly saying, I was just talking to my daughter about this today. And I don't know where this conversation going, but we just talking. But I was yeah. just talking to my daughter about this today. And I was telling her, we were talking about the whole um, grind mindset, you know. Right. People are always on the grind and, you know, hustling. And, you know, mm-hmm. you you can rest when, when you dead mindset. When you dead. Oh, <laughs> Lord have mercy. And I was I was talking to my daughter about that because that because we don't have to we don't have to live our lives like that. And I'm not I, I just I'm not gonna live my I'm not constantly on the grind. Let me tell y'all, Mm-mm. I should I took I try to make a habit of because Natty and I work from home. I try to make a habit mm-hmm. of closing his laptop by nine, nine thirty and like not opening it again until the next day to start working because it's, it's challenging when you're, when you're working from home, it's sometimes challenging Mm -hmm. to separate the business side from your, your personal life. And you, if you're not careful, you will find yourself staying up to the wee hours of the morning. I'm telling you what I know. Mm -hmm. The wee hours of the morning, just constantly working and never resting. So we got to get away from this whole, you can rest when you dead mentality because baby, I'm trying to rest while I'm here. Yeah, that's right. I'm not trying to rest, rest when I'm That's playing. proper and correct. I mean, there's a exactly. lot of a lot of deprogramming that we have to do. No, you can't you can't just be you can't just be grinding all the time, you know. And the, another thing that I see, booked and busy. Okay. I don't want to be booked and busy. <laughs> no. Like I I mean, I'm fine with being booked, but I don't want to be so busy that but I can't got, even you live my to, life. You you have to pay like you absolutely have to pace yourself you have to you pace really yourself. do because th- i'm telling you you will run you will anyway 
I could go on and on about that. You will you run, run yourself ragged. ragged. You will run yourself ragged. And that and I can tell you from personal experience, because remember when we did that devotional Bible study group, Natty? Mm-hmm. And I remember. There, there were three of us doing that. And all three of us got sick. Because we were mm-hmm. running ourselves ragged, trying to get all the things done, and none of us were really resting. Right. We, we weren't right. resting. I landed myself in the hospital. Maddie, I remember. I, I, you remember that? And, mm-hmm. and so we and so we ended up having it having to shut it down because we made ourselves so sick. So anyway, just said all that to say this. Yes. Shout out to the millennials and the GZers for taking a stand and not trying to be super women. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. That, that is that is a that is a horrible lifestyle. I, you know, I used to just like you, I used to wear that whole I'm strong as a badge of honor mm-hmm. kind of thing. And I I'm at a place now where I would much, much rather be seen as wise. And I'm not saying that they can't be, that they're mutually exclusive or anything like that. Yes, no one's saying that being resilient is a bad thing. Of course it isn't. But I mean, I mean, I want people to see me and see a wise woman, a woman that knows when to say no, when to call it a day, to call it quits, when to step away from whatever's not serving her, all of that. Because that just, that means more to me. That that just means more to me. And we've said before, we said it last season too, and we still stand by it. This is about being able to define ourselves on our own terms, not letting anyone else define us anymore, but we're defining ourselves. And so there might be some women that are like, yep, I'm strong. It means this and that and the other, but yeah, I'm fine with calling myself that, then that's fine. The thing is, it's about you making your choice to define yourself the way you want to, and you're doing it on your terms. And so for me, yeah, I want to, I want to step into this place of embodied wisdom. And I want that to be what people think of when they think of me. Um, Embodied. You know, not that I don't want to still have it going on. I want people to think that too. Of course. (laughs) But I want to, I want people to know, yeah, no, she's really wise. She's so full of wisdom. And I like, you know, I like talking to her. I like listening to her. She gives good advice or she gives good counsel or she's a really good listener. You know, that kind of thing. Right. Absolutely. And it's like you said, you can still be strong and have a moment when you're falling apart. Yeah. Being strong is not binary. You can still do those things. You can be resilient and still fall apart. It's what we do. It doesn't just because you you had a moment where you where you fell apart doesn't mean that you're not strong. And I think mm-hmm. that's what we what we need to to get out of the mindset of that somebody passed in my family. I can't shed a tear. Yeah, you can. Of course you can. You can shed a tear. Your heart can be broken. You can feel like not getting out of bed. You yep. oh, you can do all those things. You know, and, and maybe it wasn't somebody that you, you lost a family member. Maybe it was just, you know what? Somebody at work said something to me that just really pricked my heart. You can have a moment. Mm-hmm. You can have a moment. There's nothing wrong with having a moment. Do That's whatever right. feels do whatever feels right for you in that moment. And whatever that strong looks like to you, do that. 
And in the day and age that we're living in right now, you're going to have several moments, not just a moment. You're going to have quite a, you're going to have a, you're going to have both handfuls of moments. Yes. If you're, if you're just living, breathing and and being a human being on planet earth. So we got to come off of it. You know, we really got to all the moments get our minds right and be like yep today is not the day i'm not how are you doing i'm not doing good today i'm just not doing good so today my strong is falling apart yeah my strong is being is being wise enough to speak up and say i'm not okay i'm not all right and i really do need help i really do need support i really do need someone to to listen instead of just being silent, the strong, silent type. Let's not do it anymore. Let's not have these walk around the rest of our days with with these stiff upper lips. We're not supposed to be stiff. You're right, Natty. And so, yeah, that's what we wanted to talk to y'all about. (laughs) Not really. But since we're there, but since we are there for our new listeners, that's what this podcast is all about. If you had any question about it, that's what this podcast is about. It is about giving yourself permission to be whatever shade of strong feels right for you. And nobody gets to define what that looks like. Not me, not Natty, not your mom, not your grandma, not your dad, your cousin, your uncle, your sister, your brother. Nobody, only you can determine what that looks like for you. And so that's that's what we're here for. Now, in season three, Our theme was let's get this healing. But guess what? That is still aligned with Shades of Strong message because what are you doing when you're healing? You're giving yourself permission to feel. But the strong black woman trope tells you that, oh, you can't feel this pain. Bury that. Right. Just keep on piling shit on top of it. So Mm -hmm. it's still all Mm -hmm. aligned. So even though, you know, we we were talking about healing in season three, it's still all connected to dismantling the strong black woman trope because that's what we are here for. So moving forward in the second half of the season, we are going to like next week, we are going to get back on track because we kind of had to do a little shift with the world falling apart and all of that. Mm -hmm. We'll still revisit some of those topics as well, but we want to get back on track with this season. And so for going forward, when we come back next week, we will be going back into our healing conversations and we'll be talking specifically about healing from the isms. And by isms, Mm -hmm. I mean racism, classism, what else should I say? Sexism, all of those, colorism. Mm -hmm. We'll be talking Mm -hmm. about all the isms. So the first half of the season, we talked about healing from life in general. This the second half will be really honing in on that stuff. So yeah, I was yeah, I was getting yeah. real redundant right there. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what would you like to add, Nat? I have nothing of value to add. I feel like you've said it all. Oh, look at me! You know you're saying things, girl. I'm not saying things. Yeah, I am. So yeah, that's what we'll be moving into for season. I mean, for the second half of season three. And like I said, Natty and I have so many great things coming down the pipeline, but we're not going to share it all today. But there are some amazing things coming down the pipeline that we will be sharing with you in the coming weeks. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's all we have. We really wanted to just kind of catch, catch you guys up with what we have on. I mean, what we have going on and say, Hey, to our new subscribers, you know, let them know what we're, what we're all about. And I think we did a pretty good job of that. If you don't think we did, then add us and let us know. <laughs> let us know. Yeah. And shades are strong. We're shades of strong across all platforms. So just to wrap it up, number one, follow us on all on your favorite social media platform at Shades of Strong. We're Shades of Strong everywhere. Number two, in our Black from the Past series, if you have someone that you would like for us to shine a light on, please get us their information via email at hi at shadesofstrong.com. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's all we have. I think those are all of the announcements that we had for yep. today. So, yeah, we are going to get ready to get out of here. Thank you guys for listening to us. Bench yeah, a thanks little. for listening to us ramble. But yes. it's important rambling. So, yeah, there's that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, I thought it was very inform- informative. <laughs> I think so too. I thought it was extremely enriching. Yeah. So, if you have any questions about anything that we said, then of course hit us up and we'll be back next week with a brand new episode. And we will also be back on Friday with our very first Black from the Past. And we do hope that you will enjoy it. All right, guys, we out of here. Ooh. Bye, Natty. Bye. Stay fine to the people. Bye. Bye to the people.